is Danish Dynamite, the Superliga podcast, brought to you by footballindenmark.com. Welcome to Danish Dynamite, episode 23. I hope it finds you well. Usually we kick things off with a review of the weekend's action, but today's show is going to be a little different. The Swedish Allsvenskan recently got underway, and I thought it'd be interesting to take a look at how football in Sweden compares to football in Denmark. What's similar, what's different, and the relative health of the two footballing ecosystems. So to do that, I've enlisted the help of two people who can help me discover more. The first is a returning guest, former runners captain and current IFK Norkaping number 10, Vito Hamashoy Mistrati. Vito, welcome back. It's great to speak to you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, we spoke last season while you were at Ranners, and you're now at IFK Norkaping. Um Tell us a bit about your journey over the past year, both as a, a player and as a person, and how you found yourself in Sweden. Yeah, uh, I made a I made a long-awaited transfer from uh, Ranas uh, when when uh, it was in the summer uh, last year. I really wanted uh, to to make a move away from Ranas, not because I wasn't happy, but because I would like to try and play in another country. And uh, I ended up in Romania in the club named Cefere Cluj, quite a big club actually, I've been a lot of in, uh, a lot of times in Europe, both Champions League and Europe League and uh, at the moment, uh, last year they were in, uh, we were in, in Conference League, so uh, quite a big club, but um, there was also a lot of, of uh, challenges and um, after eight months I decided to, to move to Sweden uh, to play for IFK North Shipping. Great. And what's been your sort of first impression of uh, of Sweden and and Norrköping as a place? Yeah, it's 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 mostly the same as in Denmark, and that's that's what I wanted, and that's what I needed after being in a really heavy uh, environment in Romania. Um, yeah, I I needed to to get back to a little bit everyday life like I know it, um, and I was thinking that Sweden might be the the place um, to find that and uh, it showed me uh, and now I've been here in, in since uh, the beginning of February and uh, I've been loving every second of it. Brilliant yeah I mean one goal three assists already in your first five league games it looks like you've really hit the ground running there. Uh, yeah I did I, I have now uh, but like I said I made the transfer back in in February and the league starts uh, in April so uh the first the first two months was really tough because i i didn't play a lot the last eight months in romania i didn't play so i had to to use the the preseason to get into shape because i was i was really bad and when, when i when i arrived in sweden and uh i i wanted to show what i what i what i can do but it was not possible because i was out of shape and and uh, in a bad state so the preseason i i used for getting back to 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 find myself and now the the payoff is here what's the language barrier like between sweden and denmark i can obviously hear a difference in the the way that people speak but can someone speaking danish understand someone speaking swedish or is there a middle ground i would say it depends from person to person when i came i understand i understood nothing uh, really, if the guys talked to me like I was five years old, yeah, then maybe I, I could understand a little bit. But for me, it was really difficult. And uh, 
a lot of the words are more or less the same. And if you read it, you can understand anything, but the pronunciation is, is, is very different. And that's where the big challenge is. And, uh, but now, now I have managed to understand almost everything. And my, my vocabulary is, is also all right. Um, but I'm still working on it. And me and two other Danish guys, we go to a Swedish, uh, Swedish teacher to, to learn the language. Oh, great. I, I know lots of teams in Denmark will speak English as the sort of dressing room language because there's mm. such a, a diverse mix of nationalities. I, I, I can see the Norrköping squad has almost every Nordic country in there. Um, do you speak English or is there a, a common uh, sort of Nordic I mean, language? Yeah, I mean, you are absolutely right in, in, in the clubs I've been in. Uh, I from when you meet in in the morning to you to you leave in the afternoon you speak almost only english unless you speak with like one of your close friends uh so and and uh, in Rannes it was like that and and in romania it was like that uh but in sweden they they kind of they kind of want you to speak swedish so uh a lot of the times i i end up trying to speak swedish because the, I feel like the expectation is that you speak Swedish. Um, but as, of course, sometimes when I don't know the words, I'll, I'll go into English. But, but yeah, they are, they are very, they, are, they take pride in the, in the language. And yeah, I, 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 to be honest, I, when I was in Ranas and we spoke English all the time, it, it was perfectly fine for me because I like to, to include everybody. Uh, but here, if you don't understand, you, you're out so you you have to learn it quickly interesting well I'm, I'm glad that i found one difference already that's uh that's mm -hmm. helpful but i've wondered what differences have you noticed whether it's in training whether it's on the pitch whether it's the atmospheres or the stadiums because you obviously played in in denmark at a number of clubs for for a while i wondered did anything immediately jump out to you as oh this is a different approach i mean we have a danish uh coach uh Glenn Riddersholm, so he he liked to do it his ways and of course his way is the danish way so in that sense it's quite a lot of the same as, as you would find in denmark um, i i would say the artificial grass is a is a big uh, challenge for me i know a lot of oh, all the teams in denmark they make training on artificial but when it's summer, you still play on artificial, and that you certainly don't do in Denmark unless uh, you are playing in Norseland or Singapore. How many teams play on artificial? I'm I'm not quite sure, but I would say we are 16 teams, and I would say maybe eight, ten teams. Wow! Playing. Yeah, so so half or more than half. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine that's tough. Um, Wow. Okay. And another big difference is obviously the size of the country. And I, I had a look what the longest trip you could make in Danish football was. And I believe in the Superliga, it's Copenhagen to Alborg, which is about four and a half hours. Whereas in Sweden, Sirius to Malmo, seven and a half hours. Uh, it, does the length of travel between games, is that something you've noticed? Or? It, it, it is actually. It is actually. Um... Because in uh, in Romania there was a lot of travel and I was sick and tired of it. Uh, and I, I I remember when I talked to the coach before I made the move I was asking how often do we go to the hotel before 
before away game, uh, uh, before away games, and he's saying no, not a lot, not a lot. But I've been a little bit surprised because it, we have been quite a lot to the hotel before the games. Uh, so there's a lot of travel. Uh, I'm, I, I, I am very surprised by that because uh, I know, I know. Sweden is a big country, but a lot of the cities is is only in the southern part of Sweden. Uh, so I didn't think it would be that much traveling. Uh, but uh, from yeah, from Sirius to Malmo, it's it's quite a quite a trip. And we are we are a little, we are two hours south of Stockholm, so we also have a long trip, minimum five four hours when we're going to the uh, to the clubs near Denmark. Wow! Yeah. That's uh, at least you're earning lots of Hilton points. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> Does the fact that Sweden is a summer league, uh, so the fact that you're only just sort of getting started with the season now while teams in Denmark, uh, elsewhere around Europe are, are finishing up, does that feel strange to you? It is. It is re- really strange. But you know what? I, I, I really appreciate it, actually. And now when I'm playing in Sweden and looking at Denmark, I, I feel like Denmark is doing the wrong thing. I mean, I, I understand that you have to adopt to the to the European way uh, if you want to succeed in, in Europe. And but but in Denmark, we have we have weather like we do in Sweden. And it, it makes no sense that you don't play in those two months where you have the best weather of the of the year. Uh, and here in Sweden, we, we do and we have. I think we have 10 days off in the middle of June and then we just keep playing. Uh, so the season goes from, from April until I think it's November, um, which is great because then you get to play a lot of matches in good weather. Whereas in, in, in Denmark, you play in December, you play in February, March, where it's it's really so bad. And, and also for the fans, it's... it's to come on the stadium and you're freezing your ass off. So I, I really appreciate that we play the calendar year. You definitely won't know this, but on Twitter a few weeks back, after a discussion on a previous podcast with Christian Volney, I said I think that Denmark should switch to a summer league system and here's the reasons why. And oh, I got a lot of angry responses saying I was wrong. So I'm glad I've got you on my side here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... Uh, you do, but at the same time, I think that's why Denmark is uh, uh, the league is on a higher level than Sweden, is because it, it it follows the the big European leagues. And do you think that's helpful for a like? Is that helpful for preparing for the European games, or is it just the fact that uh, it's like a perception thing? I don't know. I don't know, but it's really weird that uh, Hicken won the championship in November, and now they're going for the. Champions League qualification in uh, June, like so, it's it's seven months later, and a lot can happen in those seven months, uh, and that's that's really strange, uh, to be honest. Um, but the the weather aspect is 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 also a big thing. So I think uh, I think that's yeah, really nice. And as a footballer, moving to new places and having to make new friends is kind of part of the job. What's it like walking into a new club where you don't know anyone and you have to create all of the relationships from scratch? Is it something you enjoy or is it like, oh, I've got to do this again? No. Yeah, I think you can compare it to like a normal 
job where you walk into an office and you don't know anybody and it's just it's stressful and uh, of course people they they're always nice and they will always be nice to you but you you I don't have the energy to get to know everybody uh, and it's just yeah I hate it to be honest uh, but it's necessary and and now it's not a problem but the first two weeks you have to be so polite and you yeah it's it's just the worst really uh but it's part of part of the game and it's quickly quickly over i would say yeah i appreciate the honesty anyway that's <laughs> that's interesting what's something you miss from denmark that you can't get in sweden uh this one <laughs> <Faxi Kondi. laughs> oh, amazing yeah, I was I was just back actually, and I bought a lot of those back to Sweden because you cannot get it. But on on a more serious note, I'm I mean it's pretty much the same. I mean, you mean football wise, or you mean in general? Anything really? Yeah, no, I I I, I don't miss anything. It's a it's uh it's more or less the same, and and it's only five hours in the train away. Uh, so I yeah yeah it it doesn't it it feels like I'm playing in. Anders, and uh, uh, when I go back to Copenhagen, which is my home, it's, it's it's more or less the same. Start selling some of the Faxi Conde, and you could be a billionaire for sure. Because all the guys, they all the Swedish guys, they know it and they love it too. I don't understand how you cannot buy it. I have no idea. You tried? Yeah, yeah. You liked it? I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what it was at first. Like when I first started watching Danish football, I'd see it advertised everywhere, and I was like, "What is this?" Because it's not obvious what it is from just from seeing the logo. <laughs> no, no. Uh, when I went there, I was like, "Yeah, this is great. It's got a, a cult following." I remember last time we spoke, you said how much you'd grown to love the number twenty squad number. If you need someone to negotiate with your teammate Daniel Eid, just let me know. I know he's got it. Yeah, he got it. He got it, and I wanted it uh when i came to sweden um but i i i didn't want to to make a, a case about it and i mean the number 10 was available and i was just, just thinking ah, okay let me take number 10 that's also fine you know but i to be honest i would really like number 20 more than 10 <laughs> maybe you can organize a swap at the end of the end of the season yeah i i i think he plays us right back maybe he would like number 10 you can't have 10 as a right back that's illegal ah, that's <laughs> yeah it is it is the final question is i'm hoping you've watched the bridge otherwise this isn't going to make any sense but are you more saga or martin hold yeah i didn't watch it man ah! i didn't watch it <laughs> that's the perfect that's the perfect combination of denmark and sweden yeah yeah i know i know i know about it but i i, I never watched it so i'm I'm truly sorry. I cannot answer. You got a day off today. You got no excuse. Start watching. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. If I can say one last thing, because I'm, I'm guessing you're going to talk about which league is 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 the strongest, uh, or at least uh, have a discussion about it. And I, I would say that the level is more or less the same, but the big difference is you have 16 teams in Sweden which makes the league a little bit, or you have some teams where the level is not that high. Uh, and if you would increase the league to 12 teams, like in Denmark, then you would have a really competitive league because there is a lot of good teams and they have quality stadiums and it is really a high level league if you cut off 
maybe four teams. The Superliga hasn't hasn't been 12 teams for, for long, right? It used to have more. So I, I think that reduction has helped. It, it really has. It really has. And now you maybe have two teams, which you know in the beginning of the season, they would probably get, get in, in trouble. Where before you, you would have four, five teams. Uh, and this is the same in Sweden, where you have those teams, you know they're going to end up in the bottom. Uh, but you but everything can happen in, in the top. And is there a particular fixture you've got your eye on, like a, a glamour game or a big derby? Or is there something that you're like, I can't wait for that game? I mean, we, we, we already played uh, AIK Stockholm. Uh, we played them away. And this was a really, really nice uh, experience. We won 3-0 and, and the stadium is probably the best stadium I've ever been in. Top quality, uh, really modern and a lot of fans. And then... We, we we played Hammarby home, which was also really nice. Hammarby is like a cult club in Sweden. They have fans from all over the the, the country, which is uh, is kind of weird. But pe- some people from from my city they they support Hammarby for some reason. But uh, yeah, so so that was also a really nice game. I, I'm but that was home, so I'm looking forward to play them away. And uh, I guess Malmö at home. I was injured when we played them away. So Melmö home is also a nice game. Brilliant. Yeah, that, that AIK stadium is bigger than any stadium in Denmark by, by some distance, I think. I think it's 50, 55,000 or something like that, which is uh, massive. Yeah, I, I don't know the, the exact number, but it's it's really, really huge and, and really modern. I mean, now I can really see that parking is it's getting old. And you also see it with the fans, they, they cannot jump and it, it needs... Uh, soft hand and before we wrap up i just wanted to ask your opinion on who you think is going to win the league title in the superliga ever since i left i've watched all the games i can and especially ranas and uh, i i've watched yeah all the all the games almost but i i think i think Copenhagen will take it i'm really looking forward to the game on sunday luckily i can i can watch it because we play monday so I'm going to watch the game against uh, AGF Aarhus and I think it's going to be a crazy game with a lot of fans and a lot of drama on the pitch. They tend to be that when they with those two uh, teams play play each other. Absolutely. Yeah, there's uh, definitely been some bad blood over the last few years with the whole Jens Stey and uh, Peter Christensen and stuff. So yeah, looking forward to that. Brilliant. Well, Vito, thank you so much for giving up some time on your day off. Really interesting. And yeah, look forward to seeing what you, what what this the rest of the season brings for you in Sweden? Yeah, thank you. I I'm looking forward to it as well. Fantastic. Thanks so much. Thank you.